Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. Happy Monday to you. So when I was a kid, and um, I was going to say I'm older than most of you, but this is KMOX. I'm, I'm, I'm a spring chicken. Uh, I'm older than most people in the room I'm recording in right now. Uh, when I was a kid, there was this Norelco commercial, and it was Santa on an electric razor, and he was coming over the the snow dunes, and I would run into mom and dad and be like, it's Christmas time, it's Christmas time. Uh, thanks for the story, Dave. Uh, <laughs> so I say that because now in my modern day life, it is the holidays when it's time for Operation Food Search and Hardee's, and that kicks off today. Just to give you a little bit of history with the DGS and Hardee's and Operation Food Search, uh, the best we can put together, we've been doing this together about eight years, and... Uh, it's it's just been a huge success for for all concerned. Last year we hit five hundred thousand uh, dollars that you guys have raised. I'm, I'm always very careful to give you the credit. I put in my amount. My my buddies put in their amount, but it, it really comes down to all of you going to your local Hardee's, getting the great Hardee's food, and then we'll ask you to do one of two things or both. Uh, we have brand new DGS stickers. We do a different sticker every year. A lot of people will collect those, put them on their you know. Uh, on their cars and their office stuff, what have you. This one is really cool this year. We will get them tomorrow, and we'll put some social media out there for you. Uh, They should be at the local Hardee's later on today. Give a buck, give $1, and we will give you the brand-new sticker. If you can, give 5 10 20 whatever you can afford. Uh, we can do that. We'll take it right at the counter, right at the drive through Hardee's are great about this. Uh, if they don't ask you, especially in the first week, as we're all kind of getting used to this, you know, new people at Hardee's and such, uh, just ask them, hey, are you doing the DGS dollar thing? They'll figure it out. They'll take your money. So what happens then? We give the money to Operation Food Search, and Operation Food Search does the most amazing thing. They take a dollar, and they turn it into $10 just because they're so good at this, and then they provide food for people who are food insecure, and... This is something that I've really been educated on these past eight years. And there are people who will need food this year who donated last year. This happens every year. We're living in a dynamic time, you know, post-COVID and uh, all the craziness. I don't have to go through line by line, but you all get it. It's a crazy time right now in the world, in this country, in the city, and people need our help. So all we need you to do is go to Hardee's, give a dollar, give as much as you can, 
You can also round up. I love the roundups. Uh, this makes it super, super simple. And then that money is going to make its way to Operation Food Search. That's going to make it to people who need food. And especially, uh, I know my partners at, at Hardee's, and I agree on this, the best thing that Operation Food Search does is the backpack program. There are kids out there who just don't have enough food. And a lot of them will get free lunches at their school. But on the weekends, they don't have any food. So the backpack program gives each kid who's food insecure a backpack on Friday afternoon. And they it's food for them. And if they have a sibling or two siblings or eight siblings, it's enough food to feed all the kids in the family. It takes $250. You take 200 Now it's $250 to take care of that kid uh, for the year on the backpack program, which is a tremendous, tremendous value. And over the years, I want to say you guys have paid for several whole schools for these programs. So again, can't thank you enough. Good for you guys. Uh, my friend Tony is here uh, from Hardee's, as he always is. Uh, I was saying to Megan, we we meet you know once a year. We do these things and we go away and don't see each other again until the, the next holidays. Uh, so thank you. I, I, we always thank you, but you guys are, were in this before I was in this, actually. Um, thanks for everything you do with Hardee's and, and OFS. Yeah, it's been a great program. Like we said, eight years running now, and maybe this will be the biggest year yet. Right? Yeah, I really hope so. I really and five hundred thousand dollars. We all we had the big fake check, you know, presentation last mm-hmm. year, and it's still in my office. And every now and then I look at it, five hundred thousand dollars. It it it's an amount of money that doesn't seem real. It's incredible because, as you said, we know that's going to our neighbors, our family, some of our friends that we don't even realize, right? Yeah. So, how did you guys get involved? If you were in on the bottom floor. Yeah, so we started, you know, I think Judy gave us a call, and we just partnered up with them. And at first, we did canned food, right? We we brought canned food into Westport Hardee's or Dorset Hardee's at that time. And uh, we just went into different Hardee's and just got a lot of canned food. And then we said, how, do, how can we make this bigger and better for our community? And that's when we came up with a dollar donation and now the Roundup. And, and we'll see where it continues to go from here. Yeah. And by the way, before I forget, uh, we're all going to be on with my buddy Tim Mizell on Fox 2 tomorrow in the 9 o'clock hour. Not sure if it'll be 9 or 9.45, but we'll be back on talking about this. So uh, tune into that if you can. So let's talk about Hardee's. I always view Hardee's as... And I mean this with all the love and respect in the world, but kind of the forgotten fast food that, you know, the other change are so in your face with the marketing and the jingles and the colors and the blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I, I, on the lives of my kids, this is the truth. Hardy's food is not even close. It's by far the best. It, it just is. So as a person in the business, why is that? How is it so much better? Well, that's what we try to do, right? We, we, we focus on quality first. And if we can win at quality, then we can win at everything else, right? So we really pride ourselves on quality when it comes to our biscuits, when it comes to our burgers, uh, er- everything we give out and, uh, and, and do on that aspect. And it's something that we've all had. We have a lot of long-term employees here. Uh, Megan's been here almost 30 years. I'm 20 years. So Mm. I think tenure plays a part of that and what we're trying to do each and every day for our customers. Uh, And I always say, if you're not going to give it to your grandma, don't give it to anybody. (laughs) So (laughs) let's just get it done right the first time. So I said post-COVID, and I certainly hope we're post-COVID, but let's just go back a couple of years. How did you guys do getting through that? And and what's it like being on the backside of it, hopefully? So getting through COVID, we had our we had our uh, issues with some of the distribution. You know, ran out of some food and some products. But our our 
team and our our managers stuck with us. Uh, we were busier during COVID. If you had that drive-through window, yeah, it, it was great news for you. If yeah. you didn't, you're in trouble. But our team stuck together. Uh, we probably worked harder in those two and a half, three years than we ever have to take care of our customers. But that's what we do. That's that's who we do it for. And it was an amazing time. We a lot of new people came through at that time, and we just try to take care of them each and every day. Now on the back side of it. We have our struggles like every other QSR or any industry out there, but uh, things are looking up, and here we are today. Good. Uh, any new items we should tell the people about? So we have this uh, product out called the Cinnamon Raisin Biscuit. It's been about 20 years since we've had it. If you go on our social media posts, you see it everywhere. When you bring it back, when you bring it back, it's back, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Dave, if you had one guess, how many Cinnamon Raisin Biscuits do you think we sold this week? Oh, gosh. For all of your locations. So, Megan's 24 stores. How many do you think we sold? A uh, thousand. I was going to say, don't shoot too high. I don't no. want to say no. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> one billion. <laughs> today, uh, we're going to hit up probably 8,500 cinnamon raisin biscuits wow. this week. Uh, so, uh, our our uh, consumers are telling us to keep it around. So, we're going to do our part and hopefully... Uh, I'm always fascinated by things like this. What time do people get there in the morning to start making the biscuits? So, uh, our opener's coming at 4 a.m., and, uh, you know, it's grandma or grandpa, the older generation come in and take care of our biscuits for us and throughout the morning and they leave at 11 on the golf course by noon and, <laughs> and we take it from there. That's so. super cool. And then we have a new, uh, candied, uh, bacon, uh, biscuit, uh, bacon, egg and cheese. And it's a sweet, savory, a little bit of kick to the bacon. So we have that in the morning with the biscuit. And then we also have the Frisco, uh, candied bacon uh, burger in the afternoon and dinner. So come see us. Very nice. So just to wrap it up here, uh, this is the kickoff for Hardy's Operation Food Search DGS. We've done it about eight years now. And all we ask is that uh, at some point, uh, hopefully many times, you go through your local Hardy's, uh, you uh, donate a buck, you get the new DGS sticker. Hopefully you can donate more than that, but that is completely up to you guys. We're very happy with a dollar. You can also uh, round up, which I'm a big fan of every time I go to the grocery store and they do things like that that's an automatic absolutely roundup for whatever cause it is and you don't get better than Operation Food Search Tony thank you thank you Megan uh, we're going to take a quick break be right back with more DGS about it. 20DGS on KMOX see what you guys think about this one there is a uh, Christian gospel artist named Bobby Storm and uh, she found out that she had been nominated for two Grammys in the Christian music category. And she was on a flight on Delta getting ready to take off to somewhere. And she started singing her uh, Grammy Award uh, nominated song very loudly on the plane. Oh, boy. And people complained. And the flight attendant went to her and said, we, we need you to be quiet. And she was like, I'm doing what the Lord is telling me to do. The Lord is telling me to sing at the top of my lungs, and that's what I'm going to do, because the Lord knows more than you do. And the flight attendant is like, yeah, Lord, but uh, on this plane, we're the authority, and you're freaking people out. And I've always said, if I'm on a plane, especially when we're in the air, I don't care who you're praying to. Keep it low. <laughs> yeah. I don't care Amen. why you're singing. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'll punch you in the head because I'm freaked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're in a tube in the sky that defies all logic. I don't need to hear whatever you're going to do. Stop it. Uh, so anyway, she said, okay, I'll stop. And then when they got in the air, she started doing it again. Ugh, Bobby, what's wrong with you? Thoughts? Jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> I mean, it's, I just got off of... A uh, 14 hour flight across the ocean. If someone would have been singing 
we would there would have been violence. <laughs> I mean, you could be just, singing my favorite that. song, exactly. and I want to smack you. Yeah, agreed. And I also I hate that excuse of like God's telling me to do it. It's like, well, okay, but you God's can't, telling me to tell you to shut up. Yes, like, exactly. You can't, <laughs> you can't prove that that is what's happening, and yeah. it's nice that you have that relationship with God, but other people aren't privy to that, and you just need to be quiet. In in this space, you just have to be quiet. Just sit there and fold your hands and close your eyes and take a little nap. Uh, in the office, Rach and I were talking about you know the two teachers from Missouri who did the OnlyFans and they they lost their jobs and they are each making 30, 40, 50 grand a year and now they're making that per month. Yeah. And we're talking about how torn we both are about that and you know you can bad baby the the rap artist made 38 million her first year of doing OnlyFans. So there's money to be made, way more money than a normal job. This one got me though. Uh $550 an hour for your time with a wait list of 7,600 people Oh, for a pet psychic. Oh, my a goodness. A pet psychic? A pet psychic. She meets with your pet, or she can do it over Zoom <laughs> and tells you what they're thinking, what their concerns are, what they want you to know, and you pay her $550, and almost 8,000 people are backed up. This lady has worked for the next 20 years. Hey, well, you guys I mean, know something? Be you want to know something cool about me? I'm a pet psychic. Yeah. I'm going to start booking appointments. I'll I take just, some of that wait list. I wonder how legit she is. Like, if she's just saying, like, yeah, he's hungry. And they're like, oh, my gosh, he's always hungry. <laughs> hungry. Or, if, or if she can go into details. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you can go into all the huge... details you want. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a pet psychic now. So it's better than you going on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm going to do it on the site. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, if I, had to I would have to pay the other people. Oh, there's a real niche market yeah. for you out there. It would be reverse OnlyFans. <laughs> like, I will pay you to watch my video. People out there Googling stocky, red-haired, middle-aged <laughs> men. I did. On my on my flight home from Japan, someone farted right at the beginning. Oh! Of the, right at the beginning of the flight. And I was like, if you do this the whole time, I am going to have a meltdown. <laughs> that, though, is better than the singing. Yeah, I would rather deal with someone's farts as yes. well. It's time to like turn the lights down and be quiet. It's quiet time on when the you, flight. Want to hear something cool from the world of science? Yeah. Uh, a new paper is out by some top-notch physicists saying that they believe that there was a, sec a second Big Bang. So let me kind of set this up to you through my own amateur nerdiness of watching these shows every night. That dark matter makes up a huge portion of the universe but you can't detect it we know it's there we can see it's it's gravity it's mass but we can't see it and evidently what scientists say happened is it there there goes the big bang and if you picture like a spider web that that's dark energy in this lattice work and that matter attached to it just kind of like got stuck on it like a spider web and where the webs come together in a corner that created like the nebulas because it all glommed on, and that condensed down into stars, into solar systems, into galaxies, into galaxy groups. There you go. So these physicists have said that within a month, now how you know it's a month is beyond me, but within a month of the Big Bang, there was a second Big Bang that created dark matter. Mm. All right. It's crazy, just, right? It's just very funny to me that when we're 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 working in terms of trillions of years here, <laughs> right? And then they're like, probably about like 
<laughs> Two weeks, three weeks? <laughs> right. well, not trillions, but... Billions. Yeah. I get what you mean, Andrew. Thank you. No. No, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> These two are like trillions. Yeah. Okay. Trillions. Uh, no. It's Try, been like bajillions of years. Try hundreds of billions. <laughs> it's a gazillion. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, to your point, though, even in billions, like 13.4 yeah. billion, like I think it was in week three. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> we're thinking maybe like a couple weeks, like, you know, a handful of days. Yeah. That's kind of, a, that's like less than a rounding error, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, wouldn't you have to have like a margin of like, I don't know, a month to like, a billion years. What was it like <laughs> two weeks ago? We were talking about something where they were off by two hundred million years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the reality, moon, yeah, like mm, okay. Well, I don't know if I believe this. <laughs> and in reality, it's not even that big of a mistake. Spe- yeah. Speaking of pet psychics, yeah, we're always talking about like Augie was twelve when he died. So in human years, he was a pretty old guy. You ever think the reverse, like? Dogs are looking at us like we're the freaks. Like, <laughs> and in dog years, you Methuselah. Yeah, like, these guys here. live like five hundred years. It's yeah. really, really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> they don't age. They just don't die. <laughs> they appear to be immortal. Well, I mean, we do outlive them most of the time. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah, that's fascinating too. That I, and different breeds and different sizes of dogs also have those different cycles of like getting old, right? So we could say seven years per every one for a human. That's probably true for a golden retriever, for a normal-sized dog, like a, a medium to large dog. These little dogs are going forever. My parents' dog is 18. Whew. I just had an idea. No, I'm not going to give it. I might use it. Okay. Is it about being a pet psychic? <laughs> yeah, it's pet psychic, right? Let's go. Let's Can launch it. Come on. A yeah. bit of that? We got to launch this as a business. I, mean, I know what try. pets are thinking. I could take a crack at it. I wouldn't be more wrong than the psychic. No, the only one in this of, of this cast who could pass this off is Andrew, <laughs> and, I, and I plan to. I mean, if you get on Zoom, you're expecting to see Andrew for a pet psychic, yeah, right? Yeah, and he'll do this. He'll put this, the fingers the up. fingers up to the mouth. Mm. Well, the best part about the Zoom is like, are they holding the dog up to the camera? I know the dog is the just like let me down, are like dangling. Yeah. Your dog is not happy right now. Yeah, because I'm holding him up to the camera. You doofus. <laughs> So he hates swing that. him around a little, dangle him. Yeah. He likes that. <laughs> you know what he really likes? He likes when you put costumes on him. <laughs> I've been hanging around. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 235 DGS. We're in a good Sweet 16 coming up today at 4 p.m. We've never done it in 23 years. The Sweet 16 of things that everyone else seems to love but you hate. I got a few, like, real ones for me. They're... I found this one harder than I expected. Oh, I got to pare it down. Mm, I'm a hater. Really? I got 100,000 of them. I know I have a million of them, but it, like on the spot, I was like, oh, here we go. I hate everything. And then I was trying to think, and it's like, I do, but I feel like it's all stuff that other people also hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I I have th- three or four that I think are pretty good ones in mm-hmm. that I don't think many people hate them, and I do. Uh, but yeah, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough. Rach, what's the everything nothing shower? Okay, so the nothing shower is when you've already taken a shower that day and you've you've taken care of business, everything's clean, but you just take a shower for the relaxation ex- aspect of it, so you're just standing in the hot water. The everything shower is interesting to me because I'm wondering if you guys even classify a shower as an everything shower or not. For women, an everything shower is like, okay, I'm going to take a normal shower, wash my body. I'm also washing my hair. I'm shaving my legs. I'm exfoliating. I'm doing all these things. That's an everything shower. Like everything is getting clean. It's probably going to take 30 minutes. I'm wondering if men even have that distinction between showers. This man doesn't. I'm like washing a big thumb. (laughs) 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 I'm going to be honest with you. This will will turn a lot of people off who are attracted to me right now. But uh, my typical in the morning is the bird bath shower Mm -hmm. where I just do it in the sink. Pits in head. Okay. And then during the summer, I'm a bath taker, as you know. I didn't grow up with a shower. And if it's a really nice shower... Like, that's cool, but I think showers hurt. Uh, so uh, I'm more... <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. What are you doing with a fire hose? I'm more of a bath guy. Uh, and then if I'm really wanting to clean up, I will stand in the bathtub and bird bath it so I can get my feet and everything. Hmm. Now, you, you're not a bath in the winter guy? No, it's so cold. It's a that's a pleasure. You get in the hot water yeah. when it's cold. It's Ooh. a pleasure. Yeah. I, I would I would ask you not to ever say that again. What you got to do is well, no, don't do that. I'm pretty new to the nothing shower. I have started doing it recently because sometimes you're just like you're bored. You're sitting at home and you're like, man, like a shower just sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I'm a morning shower person. I'm not a night shower person, but like it just sounds nice sometimes. You just go. You turn all the lights off. Like okay, so, it's completely okay. dark. We got you. <laughs> you sit down. You sit. Yes, you sit I down. It's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. You just like. Ah, yeah, nice. Okay, can I just be the? An- this is my first day back. Can I just be the annoying person who talks about Japan all the time? <laughs> sure. They have. Can we stop you? <laughs> yeah, you can stop. It's like me, me with Metallica last week. <laughs> yeah. Except this is actually cool. Well, in Japan, uh, baths are a huge thing. But the thing is, you shower before you get in the bath. Mm-hmm. So, so ah. your bath is like a nothing bath, basically. It's just for relaxation because you've already cleaned yourself in the shower. So, a lot of their bathrooms, um, they have like a water closet where it's a standing shower, and then next to it, a tub. But yeah. you just take a shower like in the room I with get no that. shower. Yeah, that makes or sense. It's kind of like showering before you go in the pool. Oh. I forgot to tell you guys I did an onsen when I was in Japan. That's when it's like a, a public bath type of thing. 
Keep going. It was cool. You go in and it's obviously divided by men and women, but you go and you take a shower and then you get in the the big tub. Nike? Yep. It wow. was it was kind of great. I went at six o'clock in the morning, so there was like one other person there. Mm. But it was it was That's like a cool worse. experience. No, it wasn't. It, it, worse worse. Than being like a bunch it would of people. be way worse if there were like fifty <laughs> people like, and I'm like, I want a hundred people tub. in there. Just one other person across the thing for me going, What's up? <laughs> it would be a pleasure. <laughs> six AM pu- six AM public baths, am I right? <laughs> it was cool. How you big guys, is the bath? It's huge. It's like, like a the size pool. of like yeah, like a pool. So it's not that weird. So when they're you guys um, are making me feel weird for talking about it. <laughs> no, I mean it's normal. She came back different. Uh, okay, speaking to public, I'll play your reindeer games. When it's full, are you just standing in a shallow pool of no, water? No, you're, you're sitting in a shallow pool How of deep water. Is it? Uh, maybe like two feet. Okay. Okay. It's, it's a hot spring. It's really no different than a pool, except. Except it no feels different. Yeah, it's kind of like getting in the sauna, right? Like people go in the sauna naked. Uh, Some no. people do. Some people do. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Thanks now I feel apply. awkward for bringing it up. <laughs> no, no, it's Shouldn't fun. Shouldn't have said anything. Hey, went in Japan. No, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's seriously. Like, <laughs> those types of things are popular all over the place, right? I mean, aren't there? Isn't and that what a Russian bath there, is? Right? Mm-hmm. That's what a Russian bath is, right? Yeah. All yeah, the, all the mobsters seem to do that. It's huge in Japan. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it was the kind of thing where I was like, oh, it'll be fun. And then I got down there. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> I was so nervous. Like when it was time to take the shower, I was like, because I, I, when I was in high school and stuff, we didn't we didn't have showers in gym class. Like I never had been in a situation like that. But then it's just like totally not weird. As soon as you're doing it, it's like, all right, this is just it's only weird if you make it weird. Mm. Kind of like what we're doing, right? Yeah. Did you did you did you, did you communicate with the other person at all, or did you no, just like totally like, keep to yourself? Yeah, I don't okay. think they would have liked it very much if I were like, "Hello, I am from the United States. Let's yeah. have a conversation." <laughs> well, I didn't know if she like they me, like wave that out like, too. Hello, <laughs> well, you're not from around here, especially if you walked in into this. <laughs> Come in with like the cowboy mu- music, like just some western Let's music. Let's hear it for Grafton, am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. That whole concept doesn't. I mean, growing up being in sports and in locker rooms and all that, this, none of that seems weird to me. Thank you, Wheels. I mean, it's not some. I don't know. Do it seem weird to you? What? What she did? Just, just like, just the idea <laughs> of being in a group of people in a whether it's a shower or some sh- pool or no, bath I or mean, whatever. I'm like you. I spent a lot of time in the locker rooms, but I was never super comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, didn't people like our parents' age? Didn't they have to do that stuff like at school? Like they do swimming class naked in the pool? Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, I mean, like that. So the whole idea is not that outside the realm of what. Regular people. I'm not saying that everybody keeps doing it, but you know. No, in Rome they had uh, communal. Yeah, poopers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just <laughs> <laughs> sit there and have conversations. I mean, with that's each taking other. it up a canal. Yeah. <laughs> Although they also I mean, shared like, a brush, is which is weird. Difference between yeah. you know, like the, the wall between the two of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was another great thing about Japan was the public bathrooms. The stalls went like all the way down to the floor. So oh, you had nice. a ton oh, of privacy yeah. all the time. It's it amazing really nice. we don't have that here, right? Like there's nothing stopping us from having 
nice walls. things. Yeah, nice like walls. things. <laughs> I think there's a lot stopping us from having nice things. Yeah, actually. <laughs> but but if but if your if your if your basis for what is a nice thing is just a wall in the toilet that goes all the way down, like there's nothing stopping us from that. Why do you think we decided at some point that it should be like shin high? Yeah. yeah. Why, why do we need to leave so clearance so you can see if there's feet? Yeah, I'm not. I'm is not that sure. it? It's like it's a you're, great question. Like so, you, like if you want to know if it's open or not, you kind of look down. Oh, I see feet. Gotta can't go in I there. I really appreciate a good bathroom, like a public bathroom. Yeah. When it's a room, mm-hmm. that's very nice. The so, this is a. I'm com- I'm doing a comparison. So in Japan, when you're going through, are there like regular public bathrooms you know, that you can find anywhere? No, not really. So you got to go into businesses or restaurants or things like mm-hmm. that or hotels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to be a little strategic about like, it. It was kind of it's kind of like that in Europe too. We had to plan it out some days. Like okay. <laughs> Here's where the public ones are, and you had to pay for the public ones. Mm. But then some of the things, like some of the restaurants, the bathroom was just a hole in the ground. Oh. That's all it was. Hmm. Men or women, just a hole in the ground. That would be a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And again, less of an issue for a dude. You don't have to go through any special balancing maneuvers or anything like that. But like the but the gap is like there's just so many. It's just so unpredictable. (laughs) Why wouldn't dudes have to balance? Well, if you're if going you're just number peeing. one, well, I'm yeah, I could I'm just go number about one that. on Andrew if I wanted. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about doing some business. <laughs> Talk about Better do that at the hotel because it's dangerous. Can I don't I, know how they I do, I do it. it. Every one of the audience wants me to do and change the topic. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Let's talk more about bathrooms. There's Dave. a commercial for the Eagles are taking yet another final tour, and they're with Steely Dan. And I've always been an Eagles fan. I've never seen them, and uh, Nick is a huge Steely Dan fan. So I thought, okay. They're probably going to be kind of expensive. And I went and looked because they're coming to St. Louis, I don't know, soon. Nosebleeds were 400 to $500. Oh a ticket? A ticket. Mm-hmm. And anywhere. Where, what venue? Uh, Enterprise. I think it's Oh, Enterprise. so a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anywhere near the front is over $1,000. <gasps> now, here's my question. I'm, I kind of get the Taylor Swift thing because people are obsessed. Well, she's also top of her game. Right. Mm. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, just from a, the standpoint of affording it, who who's out there buying $1,000 Eagle tickets or $500 Eagle tickets to be in the, the, upper, uh, the upper rafters? I'm... And who's making all that money? The Eagles. <laughs> I mean, they're not listed at 500 though. Oh, they're not? This should be illegal. So it sold out, and you have to yes. get them on the second And, year. of course, oh, it sold out okay. to StubHub and okay. all yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So how do we make it illegal? Should it be like, hey, you can only buy a certain amount of tickets, and you have to show an ID whenever, like, you have to scan whatever your ID in or something? Whatever yeah. it takes. A lot of people are proposing perhaps just getting rid of the new way of online ticket sales. But we wouldn't and stand go for it if them. it were cars. If Wheeler and I right. had a whole bunch of money and we went uh, to Weber Chevrolet and bought every car that hit the showroom and you couldn't find a car except through Wheeler and Dave. And then we got a huge markup for it. And then we sell them a $30,000 car for $100,000. I like the idea of like the group of us, the normies, if you buy tickets and you want to sell them for something that's in demand or, oh, I can't go. Or I like that those places exist. I don't like that brokers and everybody else can no. just try to use. They use computers. That's all they do. They just and they're constantly auto dialing, auto dialing until I'm they trying, get in. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it's something I just learned about recently, which is there are businesses that will sort of outsource it to you. So let's say Dave, they they, they like they'll give you a commission. Yeah, they'll say Dave, you get on and you buy 16 tickets to the Eagles mm-hmm. at at this price, 
and we will give you we'll we'll pay you back and we'll give you a percentage of that as commission. You know, let's say you spend two grand, they'll give you twenty five hundred dollars to buy those tickets and sell it to them so that they can then mark it up and sell it on the I'm pretty much of a free market guy. And under these circumstances, what you would do is we would stop going to see the Eagles. I mean just stop buying ridiculous tickets for things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, this isn't on my list of the things that everyone loves but I hate, but I just, concerts in general are just not that worth it to me anymore because the hassle it takes to get there and all this, and then it's so expensive on top of everything else, I just can't even enjoy myself while it's happening. You know what I was thinking about? I wonder if people this uh, age carried this over. Rachel, if I were to, this would be creepy, but if I were to walk up behind you, and put my hand over your mouth. What's your defense? Uh, probably elbow you in the stomach. No, no, no. Not even close to the most oh, effective. Oh, is it? You lick, lick it. You lick the hand. Did you uh, do that yeah. when you were kids? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like the crane method. Mm-hmm. If do right, yeah. no can defend. No. Yeah. No one can keep their hand on your mouth and you're licking their palm. <laughs> They'd be like, ah! <laughs> It's one of those things, like as a kid, you knew kid combat. Right? Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's kid and combat. That you're was, right. It was 100%. Yeah. Like, oh, you fool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Rachel's like knife to the gut. <laughs> Quickly. Right. <laughs> I, I do carry, so uh... she's got back from Japan. <laughs> Rachel, if you're in a public bath and someone comes up behind you. <laughs> and uh, the, one, the one other person in there. It really comes up made to me you. laugh because I hadn't thought about that probably since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just the go-to. Mm-hmm. It worked. You know what else? You don't see drinking fountains like you used to. Yeah. They used to be everywhere. And you don't want to use them like you used no, to. No, that you I would think never even the, think twice about no. it. Yeah, that's the closer thing to me. Like I feel like I see them at like parks or like here in the building, and I'm just like, eh. Uh, there was always We've evolved that, beyond. There was always that one kid in line who would put their entire mouth over the Ow! the like spigot. It was a pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get it's the like, ones. Dude, like, what are you doing? We all have like, to hey, use this. Is this. A pleasure. And we all know the most effective ones were the ones that had the really high water jet. Like it would get a couple yes. inches above and you could catch it up there instead of being right down at the bottom where everybody's dripping. Was there anything like that, though? Like you just got in from recess, you're hot and sweaty, oh. and you're waiting for your turn to use the water fountain. And as soon as it's your turn, it's just like, everybody back oh, yeah. off. Yeah. This is my time. Yeah. It's, it, the table's completely turned. <laughs> I've never felt hatred like I did standing in that line. Yeah. And someone's going too far. Like... We didn't have this because we're in South Roxana. We could barely read. But I've heard that <laughs> I've heard that some people like they would sing a song. Like there was a almost like a happy birthday thing. There was a song. So you didn't use it for too exactly. long. Exactly. You only got to drink for as long as the song went on. But then when it's your turn, you're like, hey, I'm gonna be here all day. Slow it down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I bet I really I might have saved someone's life out there. If they get jumped and someone puts their hand over their mouth, mm-hmm. they're yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Well, only if it's a kid that grabs you. <laughs> yeah, the murderer's like, oh, I didn't know they were going <laughs> to lick me. You're like, Nick! <laughs> the like, eh, I got spit the on my murderer's <laughs> like, no! <laughs> so gross. That is so nasty. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm literally marking off my show sheet lick hand. Do <laughs> 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 you see that uh, Donald Trump... A few weeks ago, said that Hannibal Lecter was a big fan of his, yes. meeting Anthony Hopkins, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just said again that if you don't close the border, all the Hannibal Lecters are going to get in. He's really leaning it. He he must have watched the movie and he's been like, yeah. really. He does stuff. Somebody, like that. yeah, really so affected he, by. Somebody it. said like when he learned about router and he like what routers were and Wi-Fi and he was just on stage like 
Routers. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 